Welcome to This Week in Jacksonville Business Edition. I'm Kent Justice. This podcast focuses on economic development in the River City and throughout our region, and I'm excited about this. Joining me today, Matthew Chang with Chang Industrial and Timothy Gibbons, who's an editor from the Jacksonville Business Journal. Uh, Tim, why don't you start? I, I, we've been talking about this for some months. We wanted to pull in this relationship and give a chance for people to understand a little bit more. Just start here with what Jacksonville Business Journal is, what the mission is, and how you provide some uh, information for people in yeah. our area. So the Jacksonville Business Journal has been around for about 40 years, uh, and it chronicles and looks at the range of business activity happening, real estate, transportation, technology, all of the things that, as you talk about, Jacksonville is a great place to, to live and to work and to have a company. We try to find out and let our readers know what's happening, why it matters to them, and what they can do with the news that's happening in the local economy. Yeah, it's a, a great publication, something that I'm looking at online. I get a, a weekly edition as well, but weekly obviously... Two, two emails a day, you should sign up for everything. <laughs> exactly. You get a lot of great information. Matthew, tell me about Chang Industrial, and then we'll talk about your connection here. Yeah, super. Chang Industrial is a robotic engineering company. We design workforce systems that help companies with their workforces, and we solve a lot of the challenges using technology centered around robotics. Yeah, so you've heard from, here on our podcast, you've heard from Matthew already, uh, but what we're talking about today uh, is specific to the Jacksonville Venture Competition. Jacksonville Business Journal, JBJ now is presenting this and this development uh, really, uh, Matthew, why don't you dive in? Why don't you explain what it is and why this connects for people who are trying to start businesses? Absolutely. So the Jacksonville Venture Competition is a early stage funding competition and conference. So what we're doing is we're bringing great Jacksonville uh, startup companies. Uh, we're also bringing funders such as venture capital and angel investors together. And then all the supporting cast around the community, the big corporates that are interested in innovation. Um, we're, we focus on um, nonprofits and we're trying to elevate the mission of nonprofits because we believe they're not, they are startups too. And then we also have a big emphasis on empowerment of women and diversity. So by, by putting those uh, together and giving them a platform, we create kind of a, cat a catalyst and we get everyone in a room uh, bumping elbows and then just ideas spin out of there. One of the things I love about doing this podcast is I learn a whole bunch. And so you guys are telling me, and Timothy, maybe you dive into this, uh, but there's maybe a, there's been a void or a vacuum for great business ideas, startup businesses here in Jacksonville, but the funding mechanism wasn't there. Right. And, and Matt can talk about the actual, you know, dollars and cents of this, but I've covered technology stuff in Jacksonville for, you know, going on 15 years. And you would hear stories throughout the years of the, the local entrepreneur flying to Boston for a venture capital conference, sitting on a plane next to a guy from Ponte Vedra, flying to the same conference. Guy A had a company, Guy B was a funder, and they had to go to Boston to connect. And the idea of bringing that here, of actually having the, the good local ideas that we have get funded here locally, starts growing an entire ecosystem. There's also a sense that Jacksonville hasn't had um, a, a coming together of this community. You look at a place like Silicon Valley, one of the things that makes it special is all of these people can mix, that you can, you can run into people, you can connect with people. Jacksonville has really creative entrepreneurs, really creative tech people who are siloed. So the idea of what can we do a couple years ago, the JBJ launched its Inno Vertical, which was a way of covering more innovation, trying to help these companies and the people around them connect with each other. 
So a decade ago, Jacksonville had this one spark festival. It was a few days, right? So uh, a kind of a similar idea, but this sounds like this is a much higher level. Uh, what's going on with the venture competition, right? Yeah, one spark was great. Uh, it became international. Uh, it was also sponsored by the Jaguars, and uh, the Jacksonville Venture Competition is also sponsored by the Jaguars. Uh, but, you know, in, in talking with the Jags and, and organizing this event, uh, one of the things they said is we like it, it's, it's a lot less logistics. It's, it's more contained, and the results are very measurable. So what we know about the Jacksonville Venture Competition, we're going to offer world-class thought leadership at our conference, and then many companies will get exposure for their startups, and one company will get transformational funding. And so it's a very measurable result. And then over time, after several years, we'll have a cohort of Jacksonville-based companies that are funded and that are off to their next level of success. Uh, it seems like uh, there's probably some math in, in that, but there's got to be some inspiration, right? These, these uh, entrepreneurs, these uh, ideators, the, these folks are saying, hey, I want to innovate in here. So there's got to be some vision casting. What does the conference look like? Uh, how does this competition work? Uh, give us some of the details there. Sure. So the, the way it works is we have, um, we have a day and a half of thought leadership. This year we're going to be hosted by the Jaguars in the West Club of the stadium. So at the stadium also. At the stadium. Uh, we're going to renovate it and turn it into a conference setting. Um, and so and that will be done by PRI Media, the same company that produces the Jaguars games. So it'll be a high-end production, uh, very video-based. Um, there'll be live streaming opportunities. And then we're going to offer a day and a half of thought leadership. In the thought leadership, as I said, we're going to platform nonprofit voices, female voices in the space, and then also minority voices. Um, we're also going to teach some 101 on early startup investing. So if we have a gap in the city of, of not enough startup investors, we're going to be educating on what that is. And that component is led by Venture South, who is the, the lead investor partner. Uh, they're coming in from Greenville, South Carolina. They've opened a regional location here in Jacksonville. And they're going to be educating the crowd and the attendees on what it means yeah. to be an investor. Tim, is this an example of what you were talking about earlier? So a group from South Carolina says, hey, I want to be in Jacksonville because there's a need in Jacksonville, right? It is, and that, that's part of the growing Jacksonville ecosystem. I mean, you look at the amount of fintech companies that have moved here in recent years, you look at the homegrown companies, not all of whom you might think of as tech companies. You know, a Haskell is a tech company, it's an engineering and architecture firm, but it does tech. Um, you know, there, there, there's, then there's the pure FIS, you know, tech sort of thing. Those are the big players. But to have a healthy ecosystem, you need a range of companies. And as Jacksonville grows, it becomes a more hospitable place, a more um, logical place for funders to look to find companies to fund. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, somebody in the neighborhood says, oh, you know what, I put 10000 behind this because I wanted to help somebody. I want to give them some seed money. Probably higher levels of investment that uh, some of the companies that are going to be involved in the competition are looking for. Is there, I think this is back to what you were mentioning, Matthew, but uh, is there some some kind of training that a potential angel investor needs. It's not just, hey, I've got a checkbook, I can write this, but they need to know right. how do I choose who I'm going to make an investment in, right? That's right. And so the curriculum that Venture South deploys to support the JVC is um, a curriculum they developed for the state of South Carolina that was funded by the government and the university system there to teach kind of the 101. Additionally, uh, it, we're a big tent operation. This is not about just one group or one startup. Uh, so the Jack's Angels uh, participate. Uh, you have groups like PS27 that participate. 
and Stallings, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Jim, Jim was one of our uh, keynote speakers last year. And so he helped as kind of the godfather of investing in this yeah. city. He helped launch us into this venture. And so um, what you get is, is you have, as the mentors come along and the new people come along, they're given a framework to start investing. Um, the platform we have at JVC, individuals can invest starting at the price point of about $5,000 if they like what they see. So it is something that your retail investor could participate in. And then for corporates, uh, you mentioned Haskell, they're one of the uh, participants and sponsors. They may come in with a much larger check size that's really gonna move the needle. But it, it's the aggregation. Um, and what we found is that when people are personally invested in a company, even at the lower price point, yeah. they become interested. Uh, their sure. contacts yeah. become available and their knowledge becomes available and they're now a resource for the founders of a company to call on when they need help. Yeah. Tim, what do you think the impact is? So this will be year two of JVC, right? What's the impact and when do we see it, kind of uh, the, the, the growth happen here in our region because of this? It's kind of two sort of impacts. You mentioned the, the, you know, the narrative. A lot of this is math, a lot of it is also you know, inspiration. So yeah. the idea of, we have kids in college who are entrepreneurial who last year came probably will be coming this year there's a, a component that ties in the local universities they start seeing what is available in the future they start being able to envision a different future for themselves for their companies for Jacksonville there's also the pure dollars and cents sort of thing so that's a longer sort of runway you have companies that get invested in those investments mature now you have funders who have made money they're here locally they're looking for their next investment and you start truly growing an ecosystem because, again, it's not it's not about one company. It's about having a community-wide um, a funder base, an entrepreneurship base, examples of success. And you look at other cities that have made this work. They need all of those things coming together. You know, one of the things I think about you mentioned Carlton Robinson, Jack's Chamber, but obviously entrepreneurial growth division is what he headed for several years there. Um, there needs to be someone like that who can, uh, for somebody who says, I think I've got a great idea, then can come alongside and say, yeah, okay, great idea, but how are you going to do A, B, and C? And by the way, you didn't even know about D and E, and you probably don't like to do F, but okay. I mean, somebody's got to be there to help guide entrepreneurs. And when it comes to, again, the funding that we're talking about, well, that, that's critical because you can have a great idea and say, I just don't know how to make it work without somebody uh, coming along for that kind of support, right? I'd say the most interesting story we had last year came from the least, for me, the least uh, likely place. Tony Baselli, our Hall of Fame Jaguar alumni, um, is actually a co-founder of a startup company. They're in their Series B fundraising and his office is in San Francisco. So he commutes from Jacksonville to San Francisco. Why? Because his funders are in San Francisco. And one of the things he said at the conference last year was, I want to have a growing tech scene and a growing um, startup company scene in Jacksonville because I'm worried my kids might leave Jacksonville when they want to go work at a cool place or a place that's exciting for them. And so when we look at yeah. changing workforce, millennials and now Gen Zs, and we want to create a place where they can have exciting career opportunities in Jacksonville, it's kind of like my kids are in preschool right now. So we're starting this now yeah. so that when my kids graduate high school, they have cool options here in town where they can go intern and then ultimately work. Tim, as you've covered this over the years uh, and as you look at it as editor of JBJ, what are the obstacles? Is there pushback or is there is there competition? Oh, I don't want this to succeed because I want to do my own thing. What are those kinds there, of elements? There's always egos involved, but one of the things that I think is 
broadly true about the Jacksonville business community is when they see something like this, they can, they can pull together. Um, if you look at the, the sponsors and the involvement last year, it was, it was quite a mix of people that, frankly, weren't all put in the same room in the past. Because you, you know, you have a lot of people who want, they have their sandbox and they like playing right. in it. But I think what was interesting covering the JVC last year was looking at the range of voices that were there, the, the cross-section of Jacksonville that got involved. Because that, that is, is one of the big obstacles. The other is just experience. I mean, it's much harder to start something from scratch than it is to, to build on a base. So as this continues, as we start having funders who are doing things in Jacksonville, as we start having entrepreneurs who are successful, maybe they exit and you know, start another company, you start having more mentors, more of a scene, more of a place where people can go to get answers. Yeah. Uh, you excited about what's going to happen here? The, I know it's coming up. Uh, we're a little bit away. March 12th and 13th is uh, when JVC happens, a two-day event here. Getting excited about it? I know uh, we, we are preparation uh, going into it. For Tim and I, we're down to crunch time as, as basically the co-organizers. This is when the rubber hits the road for pulling it off. We're hoping for another great crowd. Last year, we packed out the room and hit fire code. Uh, we broke the <laughs> streaming record. Uh, online for the post-COVID era of, uh, of streaming. So we're hoping to repeat that success with just getting a lot of energy and a lot of the community in the room. Um, and I want to plug our keynote speakers. So we have, because we have two days, we have two keynote speakers. So we'll be kicked off on day one by Daniel Davis. And uh, we'll get to hear directly from CEO the- CEO of Jack's Chamber. CEO yeah. of the Chamber that advocates for the business community every day. And so he'll be plugging in his vision of how startups tie in to the existing success with large corporates and, as you mentioned, relocations. Our second keynote speaker is, um, is Laura DeBella, and she's CEO of Enterprise Florida. It's her job to create economic development and to really grow the pie for the whole state. So we'll get that local leader voice and then we'll get the statewide leader voice, and I think the combined vision of those two will really set the, the tone for what we can accomplish here. Yeah, what are you, what's the goal? How many people do you want to come? And, and maybe use this opportunity to tell them how they get involved or, well, or clear, get clear, Clearly we want to hit fire code again. Right. Um, and, and, and if we do, uh, it will be streaming on the, the Jacksonville Business Journal website. So if you can't force yourself into the room, you can, you can watch it online. How many people into the room? We're going to have about 250 seats is the design we have that's about when we repurpose the West Club, that's the way the layout works. So it'll be 250 tickets for in-person. Um, we'll, there'll be an online streaming option. For people that want to learn more, we have a very interactive website. It's jaxvc.com, jaxvc.com, easy to remember, and then it's full of content. You can check out all the speeches from last year. Uh, we had a lot of great city leaders, Carlton Robinson, Nat Ford, Jim Stallings, and, and many others. And so we're going to repeat the same this year. I, I'm definitely interested. I hope you are too. And if uh, you've been listening, you want more information. Clearly, Jacksonville Business Journal is a, a place that hits on this topic. And uh, we love that you were listening today. Thank you so much, Timothy Gibbons, Matthew Chang. Appreciate it. We're always uh, working to bring you more interviews like this focused on economic growth in our region. You're going to find more episodes right now on News for Jacks Plus. Thanks for joining us for This Week in Jacksonville Business Edition.